0: Hi and uh, welcome to my gospel journey. This is Jackie. I'm going to talk about um, being saved and how do you know that you are saved? Um, How do you know that you are truly saved? And um, I'm going to base it mainly on scripture because that is the only way to really understand um, uh, scripture and whether you are actually saved. Um, Let's look at what um, 2 Corinthians 13 says at 5 to 6. This is quite interesting to to learn it says examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith test yourself or do you not realize this about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you fail to meet the test I hope you will find out that we have not failed the test now this obviously is by reading you're not going to no unless you read the word um and you can't listen to other people about this you know um that does that doesn't quote scripture um this was placed on my heart to do this I was going to actually talk about the seven year tribulation but as I was doing this this was this was pressed upon me to to talk about um salvation So let's look at what Paul is actually referring to in 2 Corinthians, shall we? And if you read the whole passage in context, um, you will see um, that it makes a lot more sense. And that's in 2 Corinthians 13, 7. But we pray to God that you may not do wrong, not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. Now, that's an interesting um, piece of scripture there because how do we know that they are actually, you know, in heaven, that they've passed their test? How do we know? Um, It's a very difficult one when you start to read and study the word in great detail. Now, if you go to 2 Corinthians 13, it says, For we cannot do anything against the truth but only for the truth. The walk with Christianity is so, so hard and um, you have to test yourself, I think, on a daily basis and your mind and your body and your soul. Um, it's, it's, It's such a difficult journey, in my opinion. Some say it isn't but a scripture just come to my head and it says um you know you if you if you deny that you have no sin then you know the truth is not in you you know that that's what's coming to my head now as i'm doing this podcast but i don't know the actual scripture to refer to so i can't actually um, go to that so let's look at the different scriptures that talk about salvation and whether you are saved or not ephesians 1 and i'll start at 11 were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is a guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Okay that's quite deep as as you will hear most of them, well all of them are quite deep. Ephesians 4 and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I've been told that if you do not um, forgive, then God will not forgive you and i've been told that and i've seen that in scripture as well and it's there again for you two corinthians 20 For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee his Spirit is within us. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. We have to understand that. And, and this is the problem. People are not understanding the, the, the Scripture. The Holy Spirit is within us. That's why we are baptised. And as far as I'm concerned, there are I know there are two ways to be baptised. And most people are denying that you can be baptised in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now, in my opinion, that is the right way to be baptised. And I'm glad... I um, was baptised in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And it was interesting talking to a sister in Christ today, because all these churches are saying you should be baptised in the name of Jesus. We have to use wisdom. Some false prophets and teachers and brothers and sisters are saying you should be baptised in the name of Jesus. That is, I don't think that necessarily is the right way to be baptised, but... I'm not saying that it's wrong either. I'm just saying the letter J wasn't even around then. So why would they say be baptised in the name of Jesus? It doesn't make sense. And this was this came to me by a sister in Christ called Jenny and very, very new to the faith. And I thought, wow, this is why when people come to the faith late, they pick up on a lot, lot of things that a lot of people that have been in the faith for a long time don't actually pick up. And this is the problem that that these people have because they're not listening to people that are new in the faith. They think they know it all, so they don't need to listen to people that are new in the faith. They reckon they should dictate because they've been in the faith longer. So they should dictate to you. No, that should never, ever be the case. They should refer everything back to scripture, which is why I'm doing this podcast because it's really important. We can get too... Um, over-righteous for our own good. And this is the problem that I'm finding with seasoned Christians that have been in the faith for a very long time. Okay, so 2 Corinthians, excuse me, 2 Corinthians 1. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort now we're going to get trials and tribulations and a lot of horrible things happening to us on this earth, just because we've come to the faith, it doesn't mean that you're going to be free from all the temptations and the trials and tribulations and horrible experiences that you're going to experience on this earth, you're not free from it, I'm not free from it none of us are, but we must take comfort that our salvation is drawing near, especially in the days that we are in at the moment. And um as I mentioned before, when um I got baptized within less than 12 hours later, I was in hospital. There was a bullseye on my back for sure. And um the doctors and nurses they all said, Oh, you know, we have to take your bowels out. I went, I don't think so. You know what? I was ready to go to the good Lord. And this is the problem that we have with a lot of people. They they do not really fear the Lord. I mean, I've known so... I, I didn't know much then when I got baptised. Obviously, I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit. It all came after my spell in hospital when they tried to take my bowels out, saying that, um, you know, um, I've got to have them taken out. And I thought, well, hey, what? <laughs> really? None of it made sense to me. And I think that was the Holy Spirit working within me that told me. And I won't go into too much detail about it now. But all I know is this, that God had my back. He made me see what was going to happen. And he gave me this dream. I won't go into it now. I've mentioned it on my other podcasts. But to cut a long story short, I did not have to have my bowels or anything else removed and you know what they told me afterwards they said in um if you had signed the paper we would have taken out your stomach your fallopian tubes (laughs) because they saw sepsis and this was four years ago and i'm still here no health issues praise the lord So. You have to have your relationship with the Lord. You have to de- develop your relationship. Understand how God speaks to you. Understand what he is saying when he says it through dreams, through visions, through the, through the people as well. Through uh, the media, through what is happening around you. Number plates. You wouldn't believe how many times I've seen number plates thinking, hey, that's a sign. But numbers are very important. The devil wants your soul so does God. But God is not going to force you to be with him, but the devil will. He's a counterfeit, the opposite. He is bad. God is good. We know this. Okay, so 2 Corinthians 5.5, God himself has prepared us for this very thing. He has given us a spirit as a pledge listen to what I'm saying, as a pledge. We've been prepared for this very day. He's given us the Holy Spirit as a pledge. This is to get to the Father. That's why we have the Holy Spirit in us. Romans 8, 9 to 11. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You have to connect to the Holy Spirit. You have to read the word to connect to God, to connect to the Holy Spirit. God is not going to talk to you every day of the week. People that say that are lying He talks to us through different means. Read Job 33. Okay, Acts 16, 31. They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. So your household will be saved, praise the Lord. So even those that have not fully immersed themselves in the word of God, they too can be saved. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 9-10 That if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 1 Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Don't let the devil get to you. Don't let the devil tell you that you've been condemned because you committed a sin. Do not let him impregnate your mind with foolishness. Believe the word of God. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Believe in the word of God, read the Bible, get to know Jesus, understand who Jesus is through the word of God. John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. These are the words of God. You have to listen, study. Ephesians 1:13 to 14. In him you also, after listening to, this, to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge, again, pledge of our inheritance, with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. I love that, that word pledge. It sounds like going. Um, that that's your leeway, He's given you a handout that is your inheritance with a view to redemption of God's own possession, the kingdom of God to the praise of his glory and his glory alone. John ten twenty eight to 30. And I give eternal life to them and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. That speaks for itself. You see... We don't understand God fully because our ways are not His ways, and His ways are not our ways. He's given us a little bit of the Holy, you know, of who we are. The Holy Spirit is within us. He's given that to us. It is then up to us to seek the kingdom of God. Matthew seven seven. Seek the kingdom is not about looking for a husband or a wife or that car or that house or nothing like that. It is about seeking God. Seek the kingdom and all will be revealed. As you dig deeper into the word, as the words today are unfolding, that is how you get to to find more about the kingdom. Not through some video or YouTube, but through the word of God. Hebrews 6, 18 to 20. So that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast and one which enters within the veil where Jesus has entered as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever according to the order Of Melchizedek. Wow. Wow. Ephesians 1 to 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. Wow. You see, if you read the word, understand the word for yourself. And if, you, if you're struggling with it, go to Strong's Concordance and read it for yourself and then see if it ties up with somebody else. If you can have a prayer partner or somebody um, that can talk to you and explain this to you, great. But still be mindful that they may not get it right. You have to seek your own salvation with fear and with trembling. Amen.